Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Bromance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things bromance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliet. And today we'll be reviewing Dangerous, the first book in Minerva Spencer's Outcast series. But before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Spoon Zone, and follow my YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and giveaway free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. Special shout out to all of our patrons. We love and appreciate you. Oh my gosh. So I know that you'll find this funny, but okay. So I have, um, I have two younger siblings. <laughs> um, one's 18. Well, she's 19. Oh my gosh. She's 19. Oh my goodness. And, uh, the other one is 13. But so my mom is a type of mom where she always sends us some random messages. It's like a group message just between like us siblings and right. stuff. And it's always like tips on like, keep your cell phone away from you because it's like cancer causing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So she always sends mom us tips. those things. It's so funny. Your mom. And recently she sent us one that literally just, it absolutely sent us because, okay. So. It was actually a really good tip. Like, this is a good tip, but it says, PSA, if you're ever lost while hiking, get stranded with a broken down car, etc., and notice your cell phone is either low on juice or has no signal, here's a tip that very well may save your life. Change the voicemail on your phone to a message that gives you, like, approximate location, the time, the date, your situation, or whatever, right. to let people know just in case your your phone, oh. like, dies and stuff. And I was like, huh, that's actually good. Well, I never really, like, responded to it because she sends this to us all the time. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> okay, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Okay. I love this. But like it was two days later uh-huh. and my little sister, Aubrey, the 13 year old says, great tip. I'm going hiking in the Rocky Mountain Saturday. For sure. We'll use this. <laughs> <laughs> that little smart ass. I, I busted out laughing. I was like, what a perfect response. She's such a little shit, but oh it was God. so funny. It was just that so funny. Hilarious. And then my sister, Claudia, who's um, in Baton Rouge right now, she's like, wow, that was funny. I was like, yeah, like, great. like Aubrey's <laughs> stepping up her game. Like, Damn. That is hilarious. And my mom was just like, oh, she's like, it is a good tip though. Your mom? Like, <laughs> your mom? Your mom is so funny. She's like, but girls, I'm just trying to protect you from, you know, she mountain lions she in South Louisiana where there's like, we do not hike. <laughs> so I thought that that was a little funny. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Man, she, she's so, like she's at that age now too. Um, my mom's yeah, always like, sassy. she is very sassy, but also she's like, she's very much into boys right now mm. and um she's always asking my mom to bring her and her friends to like football games and i yeah. was just laughing because i was like i remember whenever that was me and like yes. junior high i was yes. like i need to go to football games because that's so where i do my yes. socializing exactly so i can see the boys and they can see me <laughs> yes absolutely and so she doesn't even really go to her own like um her own school's games like she goes to all noelle kind of other to games too noelle she would go to lorville like, high's games STM. i'm like, like why you know? i don't know like who do you know it's like oh we have friends we have friends there like i'm like okay see that was so not me <laughs> claudia was like that too she had friends um she had friends from all different kinds of schools i had like 
my same friends that I had been having. But you know what it is? It's well, uh, for me, uh, that would never happen, but it's also because, um, social media, they, 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 they meet up on Snapchat and they meet people like, Oh yeah, well I met them on Snapchat. Like we're friends now. (laughs) I met this person that lives like so many miles away that I've never seen before, but like we talk. Yeah. That was so hard for me as a parent when that first started becoming to be a phenomenon, you know, cause I was like, who are these people? Who are these strangers you're talking to? But like, it is so, common and even like i was telling kevin like i'm so excited to go to shameless because i'm going to be meeting in person two friends of mine that i've only never been met friends before on online. in person yeah you know but they are genuinely my friends yeah. you know and it's just it's, it's a different crazy, world the way that social media yes. changed that that's yes. you can have friends like states away that you've never met before and, exactly like, they are literally your but friends. they are yeah they are genuinely friends of mine shout out to our know? online friends yes guys. we love you guys <laughs> You know who you are. Uh, speaking <laughs> of them, um, they always give us good book recommendations, and Dangerous was a book recommendation. Oh. Um, and I mean, it just kind of like mind blown. This y'all, this I, book is so different, and so that's what makes different. it so great. Yes, you know. Yes, and the characters are so strong. Oh, I so love strong. them together. Let's talk about the characters real quick before yeah. we go to the spoiler section, because. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Okay, so we have Mia, Lady Euphemia, and she's the daughter of the Duke of Carlisle, but she's lived the past 17 years in a harem, okay? Oh, my gosh. And her father has, like, basically given her an ultimatum now that she's back in London. She needs to marry soon because he's kind of embarrassed of her. He's she doesn't have She doesn't have that, you know, sensibility of, like, a lady of the ton. Like, she does stuff yeah. that They is, know something's amiss, too. Yeah. She's, she says things that are, like, not proper. proper. Yeah, exactly. And, she doesn't and, know how to behave in public according to in society. or yeah. something in Malta and was like, mm, yeah. yeah so her not. other alternative is going to the countryside with his sister, which she's like that. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't do that. And she also has a secret son to think about. <gasps> oh. And um, so she, her father has no idea that she has a son named yeah. Jibril, which is the Arabic version of Gabriel. And yeah, so that's her motivation. And then we have Adam de Courtney and he He's known as the murderous Marquis, okay, because his first two wives have died under mysterious circumstances, but he still needs an heir. I love how her father actually approaches Adam because he's like, her only options really are like old, disgusting, lecherous men or some people who have like debts that need to be paid. But then there's Adam, which he's very handsome and stuff. He's wealthy, but he also might have killed his wives. He might have murdered his wives. (laughs) There's that. So the the dad's just like, yeah, you'll do. <laughs> Approaches so. Adam like, you should totally come to the ball where my where my uh, daughter will be. She's very beautiful. I love how he's drawn to come, even though yeah, and he's just know, like interesting. It's it's, it's interesting. He hates society. Okay, yeah. he really hates it because I mean, They've everyone looks him. at him like mm-hmm. a freaking ghoul. Like they're like, yeah. oh my god, and they like scary. scoot away from him. Like he's gonna just. Attack and murder them <laughs> in the middle of a ballroom. But I love how he's like expecting this aging matron because she is 32 or 33. Yes. And um, I love how he sees her and just like, wow, Whoa. this is a quick witted beauty. Oh, God. What? Yes. Why? Why would her father be willing to pawn her off on me? Mm-hmm. You know? So that's how they first meet. It's very charged. And I love their first meeting. And oh, she does some things that just like are chef's kiss perfect. So mm-hmm. if you you have not read Dangerous, I highly encourage you to go pick up this book because it's just a wild ride. It's very adventurous too. It is. Yeah. Um, and they're really great very sensual. Characters. Oh my god, awesome. <laughs> very charismatic secondary characters. So go 
pick that up and then come back and chat with us. All right, spoiler sections. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. Okay, our very first impression of our heroine Mia is awesome because the first line of the book is that Mia is contemplating poison because she wants to poison her father. Yeah. She's like, what? She's like, that's not really done here, I guess, because she's lived in yes. this harem where it was like very cutthroat. Poison oh, yeah. was a woman's weapon. And yes. so like all of her fellow um, women in the harem were very like devious towards each other. Yes. So she's had to really like to survive. grow up. Yeah. And and she talks about that. I mean, she's very wily in, in like reading people, knowing how to basically – uh, make them feel. I love there were these moments where she would be very submissive to either her father or to him because she was basically tr- manipulating them through mm-hmm. the, her submission. And um, the Marquess totally caught on to it early on. It was so yeah. awesome. And, it was so awesome. And I love how like it's it's a through line throughout the book where he observes how she interacts with different people, not just yes. him. Like he notices yes. it with himself, but also later He's on with like his sister and stuff like that with with his daughters mm-hmm. and it's just she's an incredibly intriguing heroine because of the life that she's lived since she was 14 years old so like the whole thing and it comes out later but this is the whole backstory of how this happened um her parents sent her and her nanny off to a trip to rome and Mm -hmm. their ship was captured by the corsairs and um her nanny was raped and beheaded and she was only 14 years old and she's witnessing this yes could you imagine i can't like it's so sad when she yeah when she um and i love also that even before they're married she confesses all of this to him so he knows what he's getting into like i am not I, she said i've only been with one man the sultan but you know yeah i'm not a virgin you right know? <laughs> right that that is very prominent but um so what happens after she's captured um she should have been ransomed but the thing is baba hassan had a liking for young girls and so they're like well we're gonna pay tribute to him and that's how she ended up in his harem at a very young age and so she's been there her whole entire life yeah and her main goal because she feels like an outcast in london her father really doesn't want her her brother even though he's nice still doesn't know what to do with her and yeah. she just like her whole plan is like i'm gonna get married find my way to the coast and then go find my son like yeah. he he has a um a half brother who's actually taken over his father's territory and she wants to support uh Jibril and taking over from asan and she does mention that her father is keeping very close tabs on her and is giving her only very small pin money amounts like she doesn't have her own money she's like but when i marry i inherit all my mother's jewels i inherit so she's thinking so about she can cash can that on that off and use that money to get over to Jibril and, help and she him. would rather go to a place where she was you know assaulted she, and everything because she feels so out of place in i know London, but it, you know? it makes so much sense it's like she was like we said, she was 14 when she was taken. She's now 32. I mean, she's a grown woman. She's grown up in this different world. She knows their language. She knows their ways. You know, it's like that culture is embedded in her. And mm-hmm. she's like, it's more she part feels of like her a than strange, this, yeah. strange bird here in this London society where everyone's like gawking at her. And she's like this just fodder for their... um gossip and like what's happened with where she been exactly so and i really love how even though like when you look at it surface level (laughs) her father approaching this murderous marquess yeah um sounds like a horrible like horrible father move like who would who would want their daughter to marry this but also it was it was perfect for her because he's also a fellow outcast so if anybody could understand what she feels like it is adam yeah and um we also get a hint 
when the Duke approaches Adam that he definitely knows that it's intriguing for Adam to want to marry his daughter because mm-hmm. he needs an heir because he, he only has an three heir. daughters. Yep. But there's this one line where he talks about how he needs a nursery full of children and he wouldn't keep them hidden like he did his three daughters. And so immediately when I'm yes. reading, I'm like, what's up with the three what's daughters? What's up with the daughters? <laughs> like, what's what's going happened? On? I know, I know. And then we have their sizzling first meeting where like she notices him across the room. Like who is that brother in her brother's scandal <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. He's so – Kian is hilarious, trying to protect her from him. And he approaches her right away. And I love how, you know, because etiquette is you can't introduce yourself to somebody you don't know. You have to, like, introduce somebody else. Yeah, it has to – yeah, you have to be introduced. Well, Kian's not introducing Adam. And so – He's refusing. And so Mia introduces herself. She breaks etiquette. very improper. You know? And, um, yeah, there's, like, this verbal sparring. And he takes her into dinner right away. And they sit next to each other okay and they're kind of like feeling each other out yeah um and adam's very stoic like she notices this about him because like we said she's very observant about like the type of people that she's interacting with Mm -hmm. and how can she how can she better like manipulate them to her her own means and um she also has like an old guy on the other yeah, side he's who's like, like, she has to choose tonight between the marquess and this old lecherous like dude slovenly just, like, disgusting ugh. he's just basically drooling all drooling over her, on her like literally i think you know she, the way that she like attends to him too like yes. whenever adam aggravates her and he yes, like watches her being her like off. do i look like he looks like i know whenever she's I talking love to that i love how she kind of puts a mirror up to him sometimes <laughs> you know and he's like yeah is that me like i have to i have to say that one of my favorite parts of this dinner is when um she's getting a little aggravated with adam because he's so stoic and stuff like yes and he's kind of snippy yeah he's a little snippy to her and stuff and she says, like, she decides to tease him and um, because she says she doesn't like the food. She's like, this food's like baby food. It's like gross. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was like, well, what food do you like? And she's like, I love succulent dates that explode in my mouth and couscous that slides down my throat. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> and she's like basically doing it in an orgasmic way, you know. And she, she knows she, exactly what she did. She kind of smirks at him. And he's like, holy shit, this girl is like this. She's like playing with me. Yes. And like. <laughs> He's he doesn't get affected by women this way. Like he just wants right. a marriage of convenience, an yeah. heir, and he doesn't want to do because he's had bad experiences with his past Very wives bad. and stuff. We'll get there. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, she does. She does ask point blank, like, well, why do people seem to be afraid of you? Like, I can't get people to tell me. And he was like, well, my wives died in mysterious circumstances. And she was like, she was like, you don't look like a killer. Like she I just know. like brushes yeah, it like, off. Well, that's dumb. Basically, <laughs> yeah. that's stupid. And so that intrigues him as well because yeah, he's like, like, wow. What do you mean you're not so afraid of? my entire reputation and this woman's just like poo-pooing it away yeah she's like that's so stupid i I absolutely love (laughs) it i love that she dismisses it immediately and that again like you said is another thing that just sucks him in he's like who is this woman yeah you know and i also love how they have a frank conversation before the night ends where he just like you know tell me like what 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 is your goal you know because i know yeah. that he he recognizes that she is a schemer yeah you know he recognizes that what, there's what this intelligence in exactly and she's like you know what i want a marriage where there's no emotional entanglements like that's what i'm looking for yeah i want to be my own person i've grown up 
away from my father. Like, I don't like being under yeah. his thumb. So it's like, I'll give you an heir. Yeah. If just If just, you set me aside in the country estate and I will live Yeah, my, I don't like, like London society. Myself. So yeah. that's what I want. And I so just want freedom. He's very vague and just kind of like, okay, well, maybe I'll see you before you leave um, London. And she's like, well, that's it? I know. <laughs> and else? Oh, my gosh. And so I love this where she is, like, pissed off. Like, the next day she's had all these men come and again are still like or like proposing to her and she's like she's waiting for adam yeah you know she's waiting for him to (laughs) love when he shows up like everybody is a titter about him coming her cousin yeah her Her cousin cousin. basically loses her fucking mind (laughs) she like escapes the room (laughs) yeah she's like can't be in the same room with adam gonna go and see if Kian needs me and like like slips off, like basically going to run and tattle to Kian. And I love how the Marquis is like, well, I suppose we have only a few short minutes before we're interrupted. You know, this moment, I love this. So he proposes to her. And basically says like, make sure, like, do you have any reason to believe that you can not bear children? And she's like, children. no, but of course that's what keeping. he wants. He yeah, wants that's what heir. he wants. And he was like, okay, well, will you marry me? And And she's like, yeah, and then they have their first kiss. Yeah. And it's not like a little like, oh, let's seal the deal, little peck no, kiss. Oh, no, he like goes, goes in with in. tongue. Yes. And she is like, I've Whoa. never had a kiss like that because my relationship with Baba Hassan was like, you know, gross. So yes. like this yeah. is awesome. And that's what I really love about her character because she's extremely sensual. She's very attuned to her body. She's not afraid like to be naked because that's how she was, you know, in the yeah. harem most of the time. They it's were very like, hot. Like, you know, they're yeah, always in they the bathing like, pools. Little, like gossamer shifts around Yeah, little captains. Yeah. And, um, but so she is very intrigued by Adam as like a sexual partner. Mm-hmm. And this kiss like really intrigues her to the point where her brother busts into the room and she's annoyed at the interruption and she like grabs his neck even more firmly because she doesn't want him to pull away yes. like go go the fuck away brother i know like i'm, I'm enjoying myself <laughs> for the first time um we also need to mention there were, there were two things he actually asked for it was about could you about the child but it was also um he he basically was demanding that she lie with no other man until he had his heir and she, so we know and that she that's... says i will lie with no other man but you yeah like she tells him that so we know that that's something that's something in adam's past yes. that he's yes. worried about okay yes. and it'll it'll play into the conflict and i like the way that it does me too so sometimes i i, I was telling jen as i was reading this book i was like the angst level in this book is really good because I'm frustrated with the characters when they're not opening up to each other, but it's a good frustrated, not like a, I want to beat them over the head because they're right. being so stubborn. Right. It's like a good frustrated that I know it's going to play out well. Yeah. Like I trusted Minerva Spencer to, to handle that. these conflicts, mm-hmm. like her yeah. secret about her son and her plan to escape. Like she doesn't plan on staying in London. Like I, I trusted that it was all going to work out well and it, yeah. it did. It did. Yeah. So yeah. gave me. <laughs> I know. Thank goodness. Because it could have um, gone awry. <laughs> so um, he does. Adam comes to an agreement with her father and they are going to marry pretty soon. Like she's just like the sooner yeah. the better. Let's, let's, let's get this ma- let's show this on the ha- road. She, she can't show. stand being in her, her father's house. Exactly, anymore, you know. I also really love that moment whenever he's leaving after she after he talks to her father and he hears this sobbing and he's like, "Oh no, she's a she's a watering pot." And I don't love emotions like Ugh. yeah, yeah, like this he, really makes me unnerved. And so he like reluctantly knocks on the door and enters, but it's her cousin that's yeah, actually crying like and dying. she's com- she's comforting her cousin know, and she's just like basically like eye rolling, you yeah. know. And he's like, "Oh my god, yes, this woman is for me." But what is so enticing is that one kiss. Sends the Marquess into like 
a tizzy. A lust-filled, like, insanity. Yeah. And he's like, I want this woman so badly. I want this woman too badly. Yeah. And it basically, so when they get married, he is in this <laughs> hardened state, but also terrified of himself of how he is feeling about her already yeah. he's like i cannot and i love I that cannot, tension like, that internal conflict yes. that they that they both because she also is just like well this isn't in the plan that i actually like you know am attracted to my husband i know <laughs> also she does have um she does plan like we said she uses other people to her advantage she does plan to use one of her father's gamble. footmen yes. yeah gamble he's like a handsome man and this is kind of new to her because when she was in the harem men weren't allowed to be near her only eunuchs eunuchs. and so she just like it's fascinating that these attractive men are allowed to be around me around me around the mistress like that's not that that would not happen crazy to me but i could use this to my advantage because what she needs to do is um she needs to ensure that she has like an ally on the inside for whenever she does plan to make her escape her plan is to go to eastbourne where ramsey is and ramsey was um he was also on the ship that was captured and he stood up for her and he was part of the reason why she um, came back to London. Yeah, because he, he was beaten and stuff in the prison, but he escaped. Yeah. And, like, basically, he is, like, a known man with allies on that side of the world and, yeah. you know, has his own he's, ship. He's and, become one-eyed Standish. Yes, he, he was He's Lord Ramsay, but um, but he's become one-eyed Standish. So he has, he has a book. He has a book. It's called Barbarous. So I that's know, the second I want to read it. I'm, like, so ready for it. <laughs> um, and when, before they get married, Adam comes to call on her. Her for a carriage ride and he walks in to her brushing against the footman and mm-hmm. this sets him off because we know that one of his wives must have been unfaithful yes, be, by his to. reaction yes. because he's just like oh so you plan on cuckolding me already like right what the yeah, fuck, this, yeah this is already happening you've brought and then she decides to bring him with her like, yeah as one of her but servants. i also love their conversation in the carriage because at first she just kind of tries to play it off and he was just like no, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna play you're this gonna meek and mild, me. whatever. Like yeah. I know what I, and, and then she kind of decides to tell a little bit of the truth. And this is where she actually tells him exactly what she's been through because she was like, I'm only used to eunuchs being around me. Yeah. And you kind of had to really like hype them up to get them to do anything for you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You had to play into their ego. So like, I'm sorry. Like I'm not used to this. And he was like, okay, well tell me exactly what went on. Cause I know that you weren't in a nunnery at Malta. Yeah. If you're yeah, talking about exactly. eunuchs. And so so she tells him, like, I was in a harem, and yeah. I've only been with Baba Hassan. Yeah, and I was taken at 14 years yeah. old and forced to be, you know, in this harem and, and everything. He, he's kind of like, why does your father not want people to know about this? <sighs> like, it's not your fault type of thing. And so he's, like, grateful that she's opened up, and now he understands her yeah. a little bit more. He still is watching out for that footman, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's still watching Gamble. Um. And so after they get married, they have like the wedding breakfast and she mm-hmm. does talk to Ramsey and he's kind of observing their interaction because she wants Ramsey to like help um, her get over across the uh, ocean to Oran. To right. Jibril. But Ramsey's like, Jabril, he needs to, he needs to stop. <laughs> Going up against Asan because Asan, his half brother, is having anybody who is supporting Jibril killed. And also, and also they said, he, you know, that basically his empire is crumbling anyway. Like that the whole slave way trade of isn't profitable is, anymore. Yeah, like everything's collapsing crumbling. over there. So like he really needs to just like, he needs to come to London and his grandfather's a powerful duke. Yeah. He'll take him in and stuff. But Mia's just like, 
the stuff that I've experienced while being in here, like he's going to be even more of an outcast. You know, yeah, they'll consider him be like a half a half breed, a bastard yeah. child of a, a you know a harem. Like it's going to be way too scandalous for London to accept him into society. You know exactly. And so she just like no, that's impossible. Like she thinks it's an impossibility. That route is not good to her. And so right. like Jibril's on a on a on a ship. Like Ramsey's kind of taking care of him. He's on one of Ramsey's ship or whatever. I y'all. When we get, I love Jabril. I, I love him. I love he has his a book character. too in another series. I so. got it. I cannot wait. I, have I haven't to. read that one yet. I have. Okay, so okay, never mind. Sorry. No, what? I, I just have a feeling about who he might be with, but I don't know if that would happen. It's not the stepsister. Oh, so it's not. Okay. No. Okay. I was like, I was like, can't be that scandalous, no, right? Okay. No. Okay. No. But all right, good. I'm kind of glad. Eva, I was like, Eva yeah. has a book. Eva yeah. has okay, a book. Good. Her own. Book. But I love, I love the, all the secondary characters in this story. I like, honestly, want to read every single one of their stories. Yeah. So as we said, Adam's suspicious because she brought the flirty footman with her um, yeah. to his London residence, and the first night, the first night. <laughs> He gets incredibly drunk at dinner, okay? Because, oh like, God. he doesn't want to want his wife. And she just, like, okay, I'm going to go up to bed. And he's, like, fine. And he's, like, surly with her. He is and overwrought with his own yes. desire for her. He and cannot he believe it. he stays in the dining room, drinks himself into a stupor. And it's also rude to her. Very rude. He's just very rude. He's very cold. And she's, like, so this is the man I married? This Lovely. drunk? <laughs> Great. But she does come down a little bit later. Um, she asks um, his, his valet, like, Say- Sayer, has he come up yet? No, my lady. So they go down and they see him like pass out on the table. (laughs) I love how Sayer is so just like (laughs) struck dumb by her. She goes, is it the habit of the master of the house to um, sleep on the dining room table? And Sayer's like, "Uh, no, my lady, it is not. Let's bring him (laughs) to his room. It's like, well, then let's haul his ass up. You know, like I love the way she handles everybody. It's hilarious. So like practical, and she just says what she means, and people aren't used to that, you know. Yeah. And so I also love how she just like strip him, strip him all, and like put him naked in the bed. And and Sayers like, like, my lady, what? (laughs) You want me to leave him? And you want me to put him in his night clothes? No, I want him naked in his bed, and I want you to leave. It's like, oh my god. So her plan was actually to like give him like an oiled up massage, like not to like molest him or anything while he's unconscious. But then she just like, she sees him and you can see the affection that she has, even though he's being dumb right now. Yeah. And she ends up by not doing it. And she's also desiring him and she realizes, wait, that would be wrong to Mm -hmm. like basically fondle him, his body while he's uh, obviously... Obviously. <laughs> Unconscious. Unconscious. So like the next day he's so hungover and he like walks into the breakfast room he's to see her like he's having Yeah. He's like, know? God, that wasn't a good impression, was it? Um <laughs> That wasn't a good first sign. I've not consummated my marriage. She just like reading his paper at the at the <laughs> breakfast table it. and then like she's so cheerful and stuff and just like here's some breakfast and would you mind if I, I wanna go looking for books because you know I haven't and he feels like an ass because he's like she hasn't even had access to books this whole time. And something yeah. so simple as wanting a fiction book to read right. like would bring her joy. Like I'm being so dumb with her. Like I need to I need to step up my game. I love all these thoughts he's having this morning. I love it's like it's like a mountain of regret. He's like this girl was raped at 14, taken from her family, shoved in this like foreign world yeah. where she I was. I need to get like, over myself. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, and she comes back, is mistreated by her father and forced into a marriage she doesn't did not want. 
And here I am just treating her like shit. Yeah, like, and she put me to bed I? last night. Like, like I'm the worst, you know. <laughs> I am the worst. So he gives her tour of the library, suggests Gulliver's travels to Which her to cute. read. And also, it was just like, would you be interested in going to the theater? And I love how his regard. Okay, so he offers to take her to the theater. And she's like, I would love to go to the theater. I would love. And like, then, like, his reaction was just like, oh, I don't even like the theater. But I guess I can bring her anyway. Dang it. It's I've already offered. I can't get I back know. on this. So, like, he's he hates socializing. But he's willing to do this for her because it brings her joy. joy. He sees the joy on her face. Just her fi- face lights up when he he's like, my God. Like, she's like, I've never been to the theater. She's and he's deprived. like, I am an animal. What am <laughs> I doing? You know, he realizes he's being such an ass because he's being so selfish about not wanting to like lust over his new wife exactly he's, like, he's causing her more damage he's like i need to i need to give her some joy she deserves it you know she, she deserves does. to have some happiness so and i so, love the theater scene because we're introduced to his friend viscount da- danforth, danforth and, and his sisters, sisters who i adore his sisters adore. are great um livia and octavia and they're yeah. they take her under the, her their wing yes. and they're just like you know they're very straightforward. They're very I like straightforward. That. They tease, they tease Adam, which she likes, you know, <laughs> they get under his skin. Um, they're very, they're very much just like, don't mind the gossips and yeah. then we'll fill you in on like what's actually going on. And they, the way that they talk to her, like, where have you been and stuff like that? If it's too much, you don't have to share with us. But if you feel like you, you can open up to us because yeah. we won't tell anybody. And it's true. Like they won't. So she's like, Oh, finally, like girlfriend. Girlfriend? Yeah. This is what this is like. <laughs> Great. Like have- she's only been around. The vicious, the vicious women, women of who are all harem. vying for the attention of the sultan. It was very a cutthroat world right. that she's been a part of, and so this time at the theater is so amazing. I love the scene so very, very much. And even later in the book, when she ad- after she admits that she loves him, she says, "I've loved you the night I saw you with your friends." And you know, at this moment, and I can feel the emotion. There's also a wonderful. Wonderful scene where Adams the set down. Holy shit. Susanna, the actress. Adams buxom mistress is there and he's already set broken her aside yeah. he's broken it off when he decided to get married he's like no and he originally he was thinking about keeping her but <laughs> he he mentions that he went to Susanna like after he proposed yeah. to her but that her kisses tasted like sawdust oh, no, so I was like, like ah. so he left her and he's it's like so basically good. I'm done with this so, so so Susanna is there and she obviously it's so obvious like she is like coming she tries on to, to touch Adam. Adam and he like takes off her hand which is great. I yes. Love I love that he's kind of like sets her aside and walks away. And then um, I can't remember if it's Octavia or Livy. Uh, Olivia's like, oh yeah, that was his, that was his mistress, but he won't have anything to do with her anymore. Like he only is looking at The way that he you. looks at you, you he's never looked different. at her yeah. like that. So Susanna comes to introduce herself. Being like a little catty bitch. I'm sure I've heard so much about you. Um, I doubt you've heard about me. You know, like she is such a mean girl bitch and oh my God. <laughs> Our girl basically just flat out is like, no, I know who you are. And tells her exactly, you will not come near my husband. You will not look at my husband. Or I will like ruin your acting career and you will never be accepted in London again. Yeah. Like it is like. It is a set down and yeah. like Susanna doesn't even know what to do with herself. And she's like, so put your acting skills to use. Oh, act God. like you're congratulating me and then act like you have a headache and, and leave. Then leave. It oh was, my God. It was the most badass moment ever. I, loved it. I was just like, I love it. She has solidified herself in my <laughs> greatest heroines of historical romance. <laughs> the 
Octavia's like, so that is the most wonderful thing I've ever seen in my oh, life. Yeah. So good. Awesome. It was so good. Oh, God. It was so great. He didn't know what was going on. He watched it from afar. He just lets her. Yeah, he does. But I I love when we switch to his point of view when they're like going back home. He's like, he's a little concerned. Like, is she She going to be, is she going to be mad at me about Susanna? Is she going to like, but she's not. She didn't even bring it up. She's like, no. And then you know. I love how as well, so she, she likes games and stuff. And so before they retire, they, um, he teaches her cards, um, teaches her how to play like whist and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, she's a fast learner, but he's better. And he, and she's like, well, you know what? Next time we should play chess. And he's yeah. like, oh, you think you can beat me at chess? And she's like, yeah, pretty much. I do think so. <laughs> yeah. I love that they're both so smart. They're they just are quick. so smart. Yeah. And like that game of strategy, it's yes. like very much like their personality. Yeah. yeah. So then, then finally the marriage gets freaking yeah. consummated. <laughs> Yeah, then he's like, I will be in, I'll be in your dressing chamber in 30 Mm -hmm. minutes, basically. And, um, I love how when he starts undressing her, so she has a belly ring and he is fascinated. I love that. I love that. What is this? I know. He's like, what is this? He turns her around and looks at it and then he's like touching and fingering and then kissing and like, oh my God. And she's like, you're so close to the place where I want you to be. Just go a little lower. (laughs) What? Like, I know my belly ring. I love that she's, she is such a sensual creature, but and we get in her head she's only been uh giving pleasure that's all she's ever done is give pleasure she's never had pleasure given to her and like (gasps) does he give it and like (laughs) and she's so open and like accepting of him pleasuring her to where he feels almost unhinged and like their their love making is very passionate very intimate and she's also very open like after she's like wow she's like i've never had an orgasm with another person before this is so much better than bringing myself myself. to pleasure (laughs) and he's just like what is this woman who's like admitting to like wanting (laughs) orgasms and also masturbating like what who are you this is great and he's like oh no this is not what i planned (laughs) i love when the characters um are determined to hold themselves back emotionally from each other but like it immediately that plant starts crumbling and it it gives me life because each time they're intimate with each other it like almost scares them so they try to pull away a little bit or they they're like oh tomorrow i'm gonna be i'm gonna be tomorrow so like he does not spend the night with her like she falls asleep and he's like i can't spend the night with her because that's crossing the line (laughs) you know um but he hates himself in the morning yeah like i could have woken up with her yeah exactly (laughs) and she's even frustrated whenever she's wake whenever she wakes up because she's like i want him i want more i want i want him in the morning and that also like i said scares her because she's like no i have a plan yeah i, I can't plan. fall to, i can't she's like but this is good this is good he's keeping it distance that's that he only be wants an air right so like i can't get him to leave yeah. him you know yeah. right like this will be easier and she like <laughs> spins the day away from her yeah fencing like and stuff because he's just like i can't be around her because i'm gonna want her too badly and then what's so funny though is when they're back together again he feels like shit again because she's like yeah well while i was reading jules or whatever like reading her book by herself he's like again she's by she's been by herself all this time and i'm still ignoring her and so he's he like constantly back, chastising yeah himself, when he comes know? back she had planned an alfresco dinner in her oh room and, she, and he's like uh, she's being so nice <laughs> 
<laughs> like, and Sayer and them don't know what to do like, with her either. I love how he's like, Sayer, what do I wear to an alfresco dinner <laughs> in her room? He's like, my lord, I don't so, know. I don't know. I have no idea. So he basically just goes in his, like, robe. And, like, you know, it's set up where they're all, like, sitting on the floor and yeah. stuff. It's very informal. It's, like a pi- it's all like a little picnic. Yeah. And she's like, I want to basically do a tit-for-tat question and answer thing. Yes. I want like, to get to know each other. I want to get to know each other and stuff. And, um... I really like the, those moments because, um, first of all, he's admiring the way that she like deflects his questions and be like, is that your question that you want to use? Uh, yeah, they, they tease each other a lot it's in this one. very sensual and teasing. And it's just like you can feel them growing closer despite their best And just efforts. enjoying each other. Yeah, they're just having fun. You yeah, know? they're like both laughing and you know and that smiling. both of them haven't had a lot of fun in their right, lives. Exactly. And so this is just like, it's such a good honeymoon kind of it like is. period They're connecting. Them. They're connecting. And um, also whenever she was talking about like, well, where were you? today while I was fencing. Is that something that you enjoy? And he's like, well, yeah. Well, I want to come watch you. Yeah. And he's like, well, you, you can't. Because women can't go only. to the... Yeah. And she's like, well, how can I watch you? Because he's like, well, and, I will set up a match yeah. here at the house, you know? And I love how he's also like, well, why would you want... And he was, she was like, why would I not want to watch you do something that you enjoy? Like, she is very interested in him. And he's like, I've never... He's never had this attention from a woman right, before. Right, right. I love it's, how he preens a little bit yeah. like, oh, I would love to show you what okay, I'm good at. I'm show you. Because <laughs> he's show a bad move. also learned from Ramsey. Even though Ramsey's like a foot taller than him, he's like, I do not want to cross swords with your, your husband. husband. I'm scared of your husband. <laughs> he has killed a man or two and he defeats anyone he's like in dueling challenges. champion. Yes. Okay. I'm scared yes. of him. Every He has a good reputation so for I being love, the best. I love how they have their little exhibition match um, at his house. Yeah. And after he's all like sweaty and stuff and she's so turned on by seeing her husband like <laughs> athletic prowess and he's like let he's me all go bathe too. She and she's like it. why would you go bathe like this is great oh my god she drags him upstairs she's like she, uh like, see y'all later and like basically he's like say her, we won't need you <laughs> i will be his valet send send for a bath like two hours okay in two yeah. hours we'll need a bath but don't disturb us until this then okay so i i laughed so hard because she's basically she's undressing him and she um so to uh, take off his boots, she like straddles his leg facing the other way and and holds like his boot and she turns around. She goes, give me a shove like on her ass. So he does. He's like, you're the best boot jack I've ever had. Yes. <laughs> and it's like the cutest thing. He's laughing, but they're both it's getting playful, turned on. It's playful. Yeah. And then she gives him a massage. She's like, would you want yes. to know what I, what, what I did to you that first night? And she's like, well, it never got this far. And he's just like, this is amazing. I love this. <laughs> and then he flips her over and he's like, I'll take over from here darling oh uh, it's like the first time he gives her a little endearment so yes. like you can just see all of his walls are completely crumbling he's completely different from the man we first met at that first dinner who's so stoic and like would not express his emotions and now he's being this playful man with her and it's just you know so what fun. i love about this book it just made me think about when you said that about the endearment it is that every time we get in their point of view it's it's we come to understand what they have not had and this is what they have not had. Like she notes in her mind, oh my God, he called me darling. Like I've never had a man. She said, tre- I've never been anybody's me. darling. Yes, I've never been anybody's darling. I've never I had anybody so treasure cute. me like that. And it's just like, it's so cute. Wow. Like you can tell, like y'all, y'all are fooling yourself. If you think yes. you're not going to fall in yes. love, like you're made for each other, you know? 
So then Minerva Spencer does kind of like a two-week time jump where we're, we know that they've just been like delaying their departure from London, which is interesting because mm-hmm. like originally she's like, how, how fast can we leave London basically? Because right. she right. needs to get to his estate because it's close to the That's where he's sea. supposed to basically drop her off and yes. leave Yes. But they delayed their departure. They're having a good time, yes. you know? Yes. And then finally it's time for them to leave and go to Exham and stuff. And, and that's so, where his daughters are. And she feels guilty because she's been enjoying herself. Right. Like, and she's like, I need to get my, my, my eye on the prize i need to think I about jibril right you know and um she feels so bad because she's been very content with adam yeah um and she actually during this carriage ride she kind of contemplates she's like well maybe, maybe i could tell him maybe maybe i could tell him or maybe maybe he could help me instead yeah. of me leaving because him. he's a fellow outcast maybe he wouldn't you know like he's accepted my backstory basically yeah. without a blink maybe it, and so she is thinking about it she is contemplating maybe this is a path for her but she's like but she also doesn't want to like ruin their little honeymoon um, right. vibe as well so she's just like maybe later you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then um, she, whenever she gets like to Exum, she's starting to believe that she doesn't think she can leave Adam. Yeah, she, she's starting to realize that like she's, she's in love falling in love with him, and she's like, I don't think I can leave him. Yeah, you know, she's like, but I can maybe. So, so the whole point about the jewels and stuff with the money was that she was going to use that to escape. So then she starts to plan. Well, maybe I can use the jewels and send the money to Jabril, and he can. Um, Use the money, you know, for his campaign mm-hmm. against his uh his I have to brother him, Assad or you know? whatever. At least I could do that for him. Right. So that's when she decides to approach Gamble, who she's sort of been neglect. Okay, so here's the thing. Her plan has been basically to manipulate Gamble, kind of give him eyes here and there and hints that she would like, you know, give him favors if he would do favors for her, you know, sexual favors. And so but she's never said anything outright, and he's been sort of like pouting Gamble because she's been caught up in falling in love with her husband. Exactly. Of note, because before this happens, she does get pregnant, and she does oh, know yes. that she's pregnant. And this um, is and this is when it solidifies. I cannot leave him. I'm having right this heir. because she just like, like I'm having. It this wasn't child. a plan to get pregnant because that she knows that he will never let an heir go. She's also extremely excited, and I love her reaction to being pregnant because she's like. She is excited about the pregnancy. She's also relieved because it means that she can't yes. leave him. It's like her excuse. I love that too. It's like, it's like okay, her now excuse. I can't leave like, okay. Because she's loving her life. She's introduced yes. to his three daughters. Yes. I love how she immediately notes that the little one, Mel, is not his biological yes, daughter. But right. he just treats them all like – He treats but, them all the same. But he treats them in a standoffish way. Right. Um, and she's like, what is that about? Why won't you know? he, why is he intimate with, you know, he's very, um, affectionate with her, but not with his daughters. He sort yeah. of holds them a little bit at And bay. like the way that he treats Eva, who's like very like headstrong and stuff. I love how she like intercedes on Eva's behalf and just being like, I, I know she's like a hoid and I was like that. And I love mm-hmm. how like, <laughs> and he's like, like, you would not, you were not. He's like, I was. Yeah. She's like, I was. And she's, you know, coming in between him and his work and like he doesn't quite mind. And he just like, <laughs> Like, he, he's not paying attention. She's like, you're not even listening. He's like, yes, I am. Bouncing her on his lap. Yeah, and like, he starts to, like, so his horny. hands start going up he's under so her skirt. Her. I know. And she's like, get, she's like, I will give you what you want if you listen to me. They're exactly. so, so funny. They just have a really solid relationship. They do. He's happy about her being pregnant. She's happy about being pregnant. And then, like Juliet says, she then has to this. find a way to yeah. send the jewels because she needs to pawn them off. So she, her plan is to send them to Martin. And Martin is one of Ramsey's um like second mate yeah or whatever. second mate and so she's like well he'll, he'll know what to do with these so i need the footman to go to london basically to contact him right and so 
she's, she's you know, cozying up to Gamble, being like, oh, you know, I'll give you some extra money. You can go to London, see your family and stuff. And yeah. she's putting the package. She's like, but you can't tell anybody about <gasps> yeah, this. Yeah, this is our secret. It's like, this is our secret. And so she's putting the package with the jewels inside of his coat. And she's secret. making sure that it's flat so that nobody can see yeah, that Yeah, she's, she's kind of like rubbing his she's chest. She's on, on him, all over him, okay? And that's when Adam walks in. Oh my and god! And Adam's like, "Wow!" So furious. The cuckolding begins now yes. that now that you have an heir. And then he starts to think maybe he's she's not even my maybe he's not even my heir. Maybe she's already like been he's doing just him. and this is like this is something oh. that she knows that she has done almost irreparable damage because one of the things that the sisters had told her was that his first wife Victoria was gorgeous mm-hmm. everybody wanted her that's why adam went after her yeah they never liked victoria and she almost immediately started cuckolding adam yeah and in front of him in his house she would have oh orgies she, and, and like she would have men in their, her bed it was like, she was blatant about it you yeah. know and um it was just it was just so much for adam to handle and he like even bore it like with like he had to basically just like control his impulses because he wanted to kill all of these men. Yeah. And like some of them were just like boys and yeah. like they're, they're just like young, yeah. young, stupid men. And it was just like, and it Veronica was such a horrible was like, time. Veronica was like, she would act, well, she would act a little crazy, you know, like when he would take away her lovers, she would scream and like, you know, and, and every time she had a child and it wasn't like a male, she hated her daughters. It was like, there was so much so hatred much and on. bitterness going on with Veronica and her escapades that it, it basically, it, it caused him th- to become this cold, bitter man that he's, that's why I love that scene at the opera. Cause that's where we get to see the real him before. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know, with Danforth and the sisters, with people who've known him before, right? He's able to like relax and be his natural self. But for society, he's, he's this very like cold iceman. Well, as soon as he sees Gamble, he immediately becomes that man again. Yeah. And and he's just like, you know what? Um, I would leave now because apparently, you know, I'll get out of your hair and fulfill my part of the bargain because you wanted to be alone. But I have to wait. Yeah. I have to wait until, you know, I take my, I promise my daughters I would take them to the theater like in a couple days. And so he plans on leaving after that. Yeah. And she knows she's fucked up and she knows she has to she has to fix it but she can't get access to him because he's freezing her out yeah you know but she also is now very afraid to tell her about jabril because she gets so she goes to the park she gets work she sees martin when they're out shopping yeah and then he's like the park you know and so she gets away and goes to meet and talks with him and finds out that she's like he's like well i got your package but um we have a problem. Jabril has actually been captured by Assad. Yeah. And he wants ransom. And not only does he want ransom money, he wants you to personally to deliver, deliver it. it in Iran. Yeah. And she knows that this is a revenge thing because Assad thinks that um, she had something to do with his mother's death and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's like it's a big whole revenge plot. And yeah. so she is just like – Ah, what do I do? I need I to save my son. Um, I, I need to leave like, now. Yeah, she's like, you've got to take me because we find out that he has his own ship. He's like, are you crazy? Ramsey would kill me if I took you. He's like, we're going to go to Ramsey and he will help come up with a plan. Yeah, exactly. Because she just like, you have to have known whenever you brought me this news that I would I would want to go. Right. I, I mean, like, like I have to go help my son. <laughs> 
So that night, um, he she fakes a headache, and so she goes to bed. And he even comes, Adam comes check on her. You know, mm-hmm. he's been freezing her out, but he does come check on her because he's still kind of concerned for her, which is a sweet moment. That's so sad. And um, so then after he leaves to go take the I love she does say, Adam, like when he's leaving, she, he goes, he sa- she says, you are very, imp- you've come to be very important to me. And then they're interrupted by Laval, her, 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 maid. her, her French maid who was like very uppity and kind of comes in between them. And he's like, good night, mistress or whatever, my lady. And he leaves and like, so he is kind of like, what does that mean? I'm very important to her. Like, you know, like he, how he important does, could I be if she's been flirting with a footman? I'm confused or about everything. With like, him. What is like, happening? What's happening? Like, I don't understand. Like, he knows there's something missing. He's missing something and she's hiding yes, something yes. beyond like this incident. Yeah, he's not dumb, but he's hurt. Right, he's very hurt. And see, that's what I love how uh, Spencer set this all up with his previous uh, wives and stuff, is that he's very reluctant to trust when he falls in love with her. And to see her cut him this way, it just Mm -hmm. cuts too deep. Right. You know? So he leaves to take the daughters to the theater, and she immediately is moving. And she's writing a letter. She's writing a letter to him. And we don't know what it says until he comes back. And, like, all of his his servants are kind of, like, bringing their hands. They're, like, like, standing at the door, and he's, like... What, what the fuck is going on? They're like, um, she's gone. Well, there was a like, letter. Uh, I found this letter and she's not in her bedchamber. And she's It's not very vague because she just like, just know that I didn't want to leave, but I have to leave. I can't tell you where I'm she going because she says I'm coming back. I'm I will coming come back. back. Don't worry for your air. Like I'm I would never put it in child. danger. Like just, yeah. you know, love, love Mia. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come back. Basically, I'm not telling where I've gone. I had to go. It's very important. It's and not that I wanted to go, but I have yes, to go. And, and I will return. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, find her now. I love that one. So one of the, it's like, I don't know if it's a footman or stableman or somebody actually saw her in the park and overheard parts of the conversation. Yeah. And even though the conversation was mostly, it's like in French and English, it was like back and forth. He caught bits and pieces that they were going to meet at uh, the this Black inn, Swan. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, so okay. he follows the breadcrumb trail, right? And he's able to track her to Ramsey's house. And I love how when they get to Ramsey's house, Ramsey's just like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Like, I told what? you to tell Exley all about yes. Jabril. Why did you not tell him? Open up to your damn husband. Yes, I love that Ramsey was on Exley's side. He's like, he's going to fucking kill me when yeah. he finds you here. He's going to find you here, and I'm a dead man. And that moment, that moment, I squealed whenever I was listening to the part where he actually arrives there. Yes. And he's like, I will tell you one more time. I'm like, where is my, my wife? wife. <laughs> he has his sword drawn. Like, yeah, you he hear, is like the ready. sword drawn. He's oh. fucking ready, okay? And she's like, okay, I guess now it's the time to tell you everything. I love how Ramsey's like, and he's, he's basically going to like attack Marsan because he knows that's the man who took her away from him or whatever. Martin does not Ramsey, have a care for his life at this yeah, point right he's now. Gonna be all he's smirky, just like, he's like all saucy. Ass. And I'm just like, Martin, Ramsey's like, that was not the time. I, you cannot kill him because that is my job. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to kill him. He's like, he's I'm going to take him aside and your wife is going to tell you what's going on. Yeah. It was such a great scene. It was I love scene. this scene. So she tells him about Jibril. 
And he's just like, so you have a live son. And he's yeah. captured now. And I love how he's just like, okay, well, let's go talk to Ramsey. So she has no idea what he's but thinking he's at also, this point. Yeah, we should also say that he is still very hurt that she went to another man and because, not to him. Yes, because he you wants know? he wants to be her person. Yes, and she's not allowing it. She's not trusting and him. And she realizes that she could have trusted him when when he's talking to Ramsey. And he's just like, okay, well, when do we leave? And so he's now, he's yeah. like, I'm invested. I'm going right. to go with you to go help you and your son and stuff like that. So they get on uh, Martin's ship and they uh, commandeer his room. I love how his room's all like fancy schmancy and all that. And they're just like, oh my God. Hello. Fucking crazy Frenchman. Like, <laughs> yeah, he likes, so he likes the Martin is actually, he's Creole. He's from Louisiana. Woohoo! Um, and he's the third book, um, which I haven't read yet. But so now that they're in this cabin on this journey to Iran to go help um, rescue Gibral, um, they also have some time to really open up to each other again yeah, with all their past things. To mend all things, the, mend the, Everything. Um, like she's telling everything about Gibral and he opens up about um, his daughters as yes. well. About why he's afraid and kept them hidden because of uh, his first wife's madness. Yeah. And, he and, and we also it. learned that... That how she died was that she j- leapt from the top tower of the castle. You exactly. Know? And apparently it was a family thing. It reminded me a lot of uh, Jane Eyre. Oh my God. I got all the Jane Eyre vibes. Because it was like, you know, a family he, illness. And they he didn't know about it. Yeah. And so he's worried that his daughters display some of her like mania. Yeah. And anytime they have like a childish outburst, basically, Which it Eva scares does a him. Lot. Yeah. It yeah. scares him that they're going right. to turn out like, their mom yeah and so that's why and i love how she even says she just like but you don't know that they have that you can't decide that for them you know they're the oldest one is 17 Mm -hmm. she's like we need to tell them and let them make that decision you know because you can't just say oh they can never marry or whatever like that's their lives and so it's just like i just love how how she even says it she's like she's like yeah, but you know, you know, look at all the, look at how society treated us. Look at all the burdens we had. She said, yes, but also look at that we leaned on each other. Mm-hmm. We had each other to love. We had each other to lean on and to, you know, make it through this struggle together. And he's like, my God, I never thought about that. All I ever thought about was what if it is? And I never thought of what if it is not? What yeah. if it is not going to happen? And they have perfectly normal lives because they did learn that Veronica's brother and grandmother escaped the um the mania, you know, the insanity. So it doesn't always hit every person. Yeah. So so good talks happening in the cabin. Yes. But Mia's not really excited that the plan does not involve her. Yeah, um, it she, involves her staying in the cabin. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know this till they get there. He holds out and wait. I do love that he and Martin actually become very Part- good friends. Yeah, partners, little partners. Yes, and they even um, fence, and he learns like some like different moves that he never would learn, mm-hmm. like you know, at Oxford and Eton and wherever else he learned all of his fencing skills because he he fights like a pirate. Yeah, you know, and so he and fights it, like a brawler, and, and he I cheats, that and that's so, not the gentlemanly way. And yeah. so Adam picks up on that. But I love that because it kind of comes into. Um, it kind of becomes important when, in the end, when he's doing some, you know, jousting yes. and, and fighting with so these. So the plan is that Ramsey people. knows a, a, a back alleyway, a tunnel, basically, to get into the prisons, because that's how he originally escaped. Right. And so the plan is for him and Adam to go. 
and for Martin to stay and guard Mia, which he's not excited about. He's like, oh, shit, she's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you got to tell her, not me. Yeah. Like, everybody knows she is such y'all. I love how all of the men are afraid scared. of Mia. <laughs> so scared of Mia. Um, so they get in the tunnels, and they get to the prisons, and they finally find uh, Jibril. And Ramsey's just like, we have to go this way because there's, like, Asan's guards are coming. It's just, like, it's a hectic time. Y'all, but I also love this. He's like, no, stepfather, this way. He calls I love, stepfather. I love how he's like, well, who the fuck are you? He doesn't say that, but Jibril's just like, who are you to give me orders? And he's like, I'm and to your talk mom's, about my mother. Uh, that yeah, way. I'm I'm your mom's husband. And he's like, oh, stepfather. Okay, hello, <laughs> stepfather. You you're good at fighting. You know. Yes. <laughs> There's the. I just love this. And whole... like Adam gets like cut up and stuff, and he's like, don't worry, I'll go find some help. I'll go get like bandages, and yes. we'll disguise and ourselves as guards. I know. And like, with a friend Muhammad, who's like helping them. Like, I Jabril is. His, his, his energy, oh, his is, energy very is infectious. Delightful. And I'm just like, how can he be so upbeat in this very tense moment? <laughs> He's basically, yeah, no, it's okay. We'll just do this and then we'll hide and then we're going to escape. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll fight our way we'll out. We'll go this way because my mom told me. And he was like, so you don't actually know the way out? No, but my mom told me. Yeah. So, like, we're going to go I'm, this way. I'm very positive we can find it. So, so she overhears them saying that the Martin, the Martin um, and talking about because they're like they had a timeline the plan was that if they weren't back by a certain time Martin has to move the boat yeah. because by they're the way, in she a broke out of the position. cabin oh yeah she's broken out of the cabin <laughs> she hears this and she is scared for her son and scared for Adam and she's yes. like I need to go because I know places that they don't know to go so yeah. she gets on the so little she skiff. steals their little rowboat before they, when they, by the time they look over, she's already rowing. As soon to shore. as like they hear the splash of her oars, and Martin's like, "Fuck!" He's like, <laughs> like "She's no!" He's like, "They're going to kill me." <laughs> and he jumps in the me. other one. It's just great, and he like it's even tackles so her on the beach. Like, what are you doing? She's you just like, "Want I'm me to only, die?" She's like, "Look, even if they make it out that passageway, you have to. It has to be unlocked from the outside. They yeah, will never get out." Thing, yeah. So anyway, she does become instrumental in them getting out. She does. <laughs> and um, I love how Adam's just like, what? I thought I told you to stay in the cabin. <laughs> and he's and, – and I love how Martin is like – he is put out. He's like – you try to wrestle her and tell her what to do. There's like, a part where Jabril is fussing at Martin. Like, she's one woman. How could you, how not, could how, you, how not, could you not control her? Yes. And you let her go in harm's way and stuff. And then later it comes into play as uh, as Jabril's trying to, like, take wrestle her away. And she's, like, putting up a fight. And Martin's like, uh-huh. So how, how's that working I, out for I know. He's like, he's like, help me. He's like, well, she is but one woman. You could handle one her. You know, it's fine. <laughs> I love how she's such a hellcat that nobody she can is. control her. It's great. It is awesome. I also love how, like, Jibril's very – I mean, he has that personality of a confident 16-year-old who's, like, just so full of himself, very yes. not afraid of dying. He's very privileged, very, you know. Yeah, exactly. But. And, like, Adam's just like, oh, we're going to have to do something about that. And I love how I love how there's this moment where they're, like, going back to the ship. She's just, like, petting Jibril. And she's just, like, looking at him. He's like, isn't Jibril amazing? And he's like, yeah, he's something. <laughs> he's, he's something else. <laughs> he's something else. <laughs> I'm gonna have to it's wrangle so, this uh this uh yeah, stepson. It's so great. So they're almost to the boat, and then we're confronted with a sign. So, so yeah, so of course he shows up. But so I love that uh Ramsey sort of basically uh forces him into a one-on-one combat with Adam. So Adam and Assad uh, they fight. And that's when he's like, Jibril, take your mother away. Yes. Like, go to the boat and stuff. And she does not want to leave Adam alone with Hassan. Yeah. And he negotiates. Yeah. Because he, he basically, he, he gets he gets him on the ground and has his sword at his throat and is like, look, 
I won't kill you. You take the ransom money and never come after my wife or my stepson again. Like, leave us alone. Yeah, and he's like, you promise they won't come back over here? Like, fine, hurry up and leave. And I'll take this money and let y'all be here. I mean, the other option is he could kill him. But he really didn't want to do that because also he knew, because I love later, he says, he tells me, she asked him, why why didn't you you kill kill Asan? He's like, because then Jabril would stay and you would be separated from your son. And she's like, you're too good to me. I know. I know you wouldn't want that. It's oh, awesome. it's so perfect. It's so perfect. And then yeah. we have our epilogue five years later. And it's actually in uh, Gabriel's point of view. And he's riding home. And he sees Eva. And <laughs> she just like, oh, talk to them. I don't want to go to the ball. And he's been kicked out of Oxford for like yeah. the 10th time. He's just like, he's he's, he's something else, okay? <laughs> yes. He is a wildcat like his mom. Exactly. <laughs> and I also really love how, okay, so Mia and Adam had twins girls first Beatrix and yes. Anna and then she had George and she's still pregnant again yes. like she's very close to 40 now I love how that with uh uh I think one of because uh, uh Jabril's like he's like I will never ask her again what when, when she's does she have, have stop, stop having children because like, she mentioned at the breakfast table she's like uh I will engage in my favorite activity with my husband as often as I want and, and he like- even in Adam even <laughs> glared at, at Gabriel like, like how dare you suggest like- that we stop <laughs> yes and don't even talk about this further. And then he like flicks his newspaper <laughs> End back of up. Discussion. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So they're so incredibly in love with yes. beautiful children just running around Lots everywhere. Of Lots of children. <laughs> and honestly, I kind of just like half of the reason why I want to read Gabriel's is just to see them as like I parents. Do too. Like I just want to see them. I'm getting again. like all the Ravenel feels. I know. You like know? I just want to see them as like just older wonderful... in love couple, you yes. know? So. It, or Bridgertons with all these children running amok. Exactly. You know? So Gabriel is the first book of her um, of her Rebels of the Ton series and it's called Notorious which mm. I'm very interested oh yeah I'm very interested me and too and also Eva has a book too she's book two so that yes. is awesome I'm so very excited, excited. I, I fell so in love with this world like I I mean I'm like I said I'm feeling all the like Ravenel Bridgerton feels like I want to read about the whole family you know exactly okay showdown scene what is your showdown scene <laughs> I honestly, I think the showdown scene for me is when Adam shows up at Ramsey's house in that whole confrontation between Adam, like basically, I will flay anyone alive if they keep me away from my wife. You know, uh, it, it was a phenomenal oh, scene. And then, of course, her finally confessing and telling him the truth. You know, just um, even though he was hurt in that moment, I love that it's like it's finally all coming out. You know, I just I love that whole scene. I thought it was very climactic and it just. I th- loved how Ramsey, Ramsey, this big giant of a man, is like terrified of Adam, <laughs> and is like, "I will not come between you and your wife, um, Exley. Uh, we will step outside, and you can handle this." You know, I love that scene too, and it kind of extends to like right after they make their plans with Ramsey, and they yeah. get into the room, and he's like all over her, and he's like, "If any man ever, if you touch any man, I will kill him." And like yes. this is while he's like fucking yes. her, and yes. it's just like it's so oh, possessive, God. and just like you. Are mine, say you're mine, type yeah. of thing. Like that was such a good scene. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know how I'm about the claiming scenes. That was beautiful. <laughs> I, I kind of, I really love their first sex scene because yeah. first of all, he, he loses control, and I love when a stoic hero loses control. He loses control like emotionally and yes. physically because yes. he's like, how can I want somebody so much? But also like right after, like I said, she she's opened up to him, like mm-hmm. just saying how much she loved it, and she, I love how she's also like, I'm so glad that you're so skilled at making a love making with women like to pleasure me and he's like well thanks it's a compliment but also she's like 
falling asleep and she's very kittenish after they have mm-hmm. sex every single time because she's like rubbing against him and cuddling him and basically saying like hold me cuddle me yeah bathe me when i wake up and yeah. stuff like that and he's just like what is this this is kind of good <laughs> i also, love how he does even compares her to a little cat how she just does. loves to like snuggle up and like you know? she's all about like the aftercare after they have sex yes. she's like let's take a nap let's go let's go take a bath after i'll bathe you you bathe me yeah and i just i don't know is there something so affectionate it's, in it's, the way that it's they sensual and intimate yes it's, it's very super, intimate i think that yeah. minerva spencer does a really good job about all their sex scenes are one really hot but then also just amazingly affectionate yes, after and yes. that just like gives me freaking life yes <laughs> it's like I, the, it's like when it's hot but also tender yeah, yeah it's you give me both and i yes, thank you exactly <laughs> thank you very much miss spencer we appreciate it all right guys well we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be doing a little mini-sode on your unpopular opinions about romance books <laughs> thanks so much for listening this goes out to all the fangirls life's better with a little hea